Welcome to episode four of Garage Talks. It's your boy Yasser, Yas Nation. I hope everybody's having a great weekend. For all the Muslims out there, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Ramzan. So today it's episode four. We're going to be getting into a few things like the UFC 261 picks, the LeBron James tweet. Is there a media double standard when it comes to NBA? Uh, who's my pick for NBA MVP? Uh, my top 10 draft uh, mock draft. And last but not the least, the uh, topic of the country, the George Floyd And the last topic of the day is going to be the George Floyd. Uh, rest in peace. Um, a lot of people thought that the court decision was right to find um, the officer, Derek, uh, I believe his last name is Chowin, uh, guilty on all charges. Um, you know, it's, it's about time that this country has seen some justice. Um, I do pray and hope that Mr. Floyd's uh, family has some sort of peace in their lives um, after hearing this. And, you know, as a country, hopefully we're moving towards a better future of, you know, more equality and positivity as we've seen being pushed over time. Um, with the LeBron tweet, I, I think as an athlete, yes, you're very careful of what you tweet, what you say. But I think in that moment, I think LeBron James just got very furious and did not think uh, too much about tweeting and calling the officer, you're next. Um, and I can see where he's coming from. He has kids in his house of similar of that age. Um, you know, there could have been many actions that the cop could have taken um, rather than, you know, killing that 16-year-old. She did have a knife in her hand, um, but I do think there's many things he could have done rather than just shooting her. Uh, so hopefully, um, I do hope that there's justice for all and justice in every department and aspect of life. And I hope we're working towards a society where there's more equality and more peace and less violence because one day our kids are going to become part of this society and we have to prepare them to see the best in the future and the worst uh, and make sure they use you know all their tools that they have um, religion culture friends family knowledge education uh, everything that we can give them to make the best of decisions um, in the future in this world Alright, so we're close towards wrapping up the show. We'll let go of our few topics right now. Fully unleashed. I'm going to start with the NBA MVP pick, and it seems like that my favorite player, LeBron James, will not be the MVP this year. Uh, but I, I do have the lock of uh, Joker. I think Nikola Jokic has been very consistent throughout the year. And I would like to see him be rewarded. You know, it's, it's not too often that we see players 
of that caliber uh, never getting a vote just because they don't play on a fancy team or they're not uh, very uh, marketable athlete. So I, I would I preferably would love to see Nikola Jokic the Joker win this award, and my vote goes to him. With the NFL draft and the top ten pick, so I do see a few changes that could possibly happen, including trades. I do think a couple of teams are gonna pull off some noise and get into that top ten spot. But I do believe some of the locks are Jaguars at number one. We all know they're going with the Golden Spoon. Trevor Lawrence, I think he's a great athlete. Um, I think he has the arm, the hype's there. Will he leave? Will he live up to the hype in Jacksonville? I don't know because the pieces are definitely not there. But he does have a solid running back that he can play with. The Jets seems like we'll go with Zach Wilson, quarterback. Um, I do think the Jets have decent pieces. He might just end up being just a normal quarterback like Sam Darnold, who's a, who everybody calls a great quarterback but never reaches their true potential because the weapons were never there. The, the surprise pick right now is the third, where it's 49ers. We don't know who they're going for with the quarterback situation kind of being iffy with porn star Jimmy. But I do believe they ride or die with their guy. I do think they the Jimmy stays there. And I do I think that the 49 49ers will draft the offensive lineman Penny Sewell. Um, he's a surprise big in majority mod draft. He's in the bottom five of the first uh, top ten. But I do think that's where they'll go. The first trade of the draft will come at number four, according to me. From the Falcons, you know, it's time that the Falcons already have Julio Ridley. Um, the offense is stacked. Matty Ice is still there. I don't know how this team definitely sucks. Uh, I hate him. I know many people hate him. They're the biggest chokers. But I think they're going to choke away another uh, potential future uh, Hall of Famer in Kyle Pitts at tight end. I think they will trade out of this position. And who trades up, I really don't know. Um, I, I have a feeling that it could be the Cowboys to come get him because that would make the Cowboys the most stacked offense in all of NFL with C.D. Lamb, Zeke, Dak, Kyle Pitts. So that's where that happens. I think Bengals go with Jar, Jamar Chase, wide receiver. They line him up with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow just got his college mate, Dad Moss, Randy Moss's son. So I think that's where uh, the top five rounds out. And then the bottom five, I'll go real quick. I think Dolphins go with Jalen Waddle. I think the Patriots will trade up to the eighth spot and select Trey Lance quarterback. The current eighth pick is with Carolina, so I think they will give out of that spot as they already have so many quarterbacks. They don't need too much more. Broncos go with Justin Fields quarterback, and I think Dallas at number 10 will – Trade with the Falcons at number four, so the number ten spot will go to the Falcons, and I think the Falcons will trade for a will draft Patrick certain cornerback to address their defense that definitely sucks and gives up a lot of points every game. That's the 
NBA MVP and NFL Draft Top 10 take. Is there a media double standard? We've seen this topic arise in multiple uh, arguments over various sports shows uh, this week where a lot of people are putting an emphasis on Steph Curry to be uh, a top three MVP uh, candidate, if not the MVP of the league. Uh, While a lot of people are noticing that these are the things that James Harden was doing when he was on the Houston Rockets and he only has one MVP to show for it, but he performed at that level multiple times with better numbers than Steph Curry. I'm more on the side of, yes, there is a double standard. I do believe that the media have their darlings that they're either paid to promote or just genuinely that they like. For example, a lot of people say Houston is a city that is hated by the national media, regardless of its baseball, football, or basketball. Uh, So you guys tell me what you guys think. This was very brief, not too long. So leave it in the comments. Um, or the videos, uh, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. But do let us know what you guys think. Is there a double standard in sports? All right, last but not the least, we come down to the main event, Kamaru Usman. Versus gamebred Jorge Masvidal. Uh, Usman is the younger athlete, um, the bigger one. Um, Masvidal has been coming in smaller. But I do believe in this fight. I am rolling with the underdog Masvidal. I think he gets it right this time. Last time they fought was a very short notice. It was an international flight, no fans. It's completely different when the fans are in the house. Makes, you know. It will make the champion one to shut everybody down, hear the boos, while Masvidal can change the game with one punch. It's one punch or one kick, as we've seen in his last two, three fights with Nate Diaz and Ben Askren. Well, actually, now his name is Ben Askren after that Ash performance against Jake Paul. But this fight, take the underdogs, uh, Jorge Masvidal. Uh, but I, unlike everybody else, I do believe this fight will go the distance. I don't think Masvidal would knock him out. Masvidal will take this fight to the distance, and I think he will win that way rather than the most popular opinion out there that Masvidal will knock him out. So, if you want, again, y'all know my history with gambling. The worst better to ever ever step foot on the face of this earth. But, again, Jorge Masvidal plus 330, book it. Bet the mortgage. So, for the next women's strawweight fight, we have Weli Zhang versus Rosa Namahanahas, who I think is going to be very dominant. Rosa is the younger fighter between the two. She has been coming off a few losses. Um, the weight and the reach are kind of even. The height's kind of even. Um, and, you know, a lot of people have Zhang as a lock to win this, to go up um, initially to chase Amanda Nunes, um, you know, and get a little closer to the GOAT status. But I do believe that Rose will... Uh, surprise everybody and be have a more stand-up fight and avoid the takedowns 
and I think uh, Rose will have an upset win um, in this matchup. Now we have the title bout. Shout out to my boy Zucky. His girl loves to cause problems. Last time I went to go see her, I was definitely a fan when they when the last UFC event happened with the full crowd in Houston. Uh, Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. I do believe that Shevchenko will cause uh, a havoc in the octagon. I think she's going to clean up within three rounds. And I am going with a submission win for Shevchenko. Next fight is the middleweight. Uh, we're going up. We're talking about Uriah Hall versus Chris Weedman. Uh, always been a fan of Chris. Um, it's just that I feel like he never truly gets to that uh, top-notch performance when it counts the most. Kind of like Cowboy Cerrone, who's always been a great fighter, but when he came to that big shining light, you know, spotlight moments, he never came through. So Uriah, Uriah Hall with versus Weedman. Both are 36. Um, the height, it's about a two-inch uh, two advantage for Weedman. They're both coming in at 185. Uriah Hall has about one and a half inch reach, but in this fight, I am going with my favorite Chris Weidman, and you can lock this Chris Weidman. Again, you guys know my English is bad. How many times I gotta mess up words? But I'm just gonna keep it the easy way. I do believe that Chris will knock this man out. So if you want to hit the books, put it on Chris. Knock out Uriah Hall. You heard it here first. Let's go. We're going to talk about UFC 261 coming tomorrow from Florida. It's the first uh, full UFC event, or actually sports event, with complete crowd. The fans are back. I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere there. So let's get into it. So we're going to start with the pay-per-view card that includes five fights, three title bouts. So let's go. We're going to start with the light heavyweight, Anthony Smith, who's 34 and 16, zero uh, draws, and Jimmy Crute, who's 12 and 1. Uh, in this fight, I am personally going with Anthony Smith. I do believe that the experience is going to take over the fight as Anthony Smith has been in the game for a very long time. He has about two-inch reach advantage also, so I am going to go with Jimmy Anthony Smith. And to be honest, I don't even know who Daniel Jimmy Crude is. As y'all can see, I'm messing up names. So don't know much about this fight, but I'm going with the veteran Anthony Smith. All right, everybody, that is all for episode four. We've covered all the great topics. I would love, love, love to hear back from you guys on our Instagram or Twitter. Let us know what you liked. What do you think about the topics that we cover, things that we can better upon? Um, we want to make sure we present the best show. You know, we try to keep it short, sweet, and simple as there's so many podcasts out there. Everybody's presenting something different. So we just want to make sure when you tune in, you know, you have fun what you listen to. It's You're having a good time. Just a little bit of laugh goes a long way. Um, and, yes, people have been a few things I just want to address real quick. I've gotten a few messages over Instagram saying, hey, where's Lucky Shot TJ Husson? What's going on? Where are the video episodes? 
So I'm going to go ahead and address this. So Zucky, Shaw, TJ, and Hassan have chosen not to be on the show anymore. Um, they each have their own reasons. Some from someone I've been told that they were creative, so-called creative differences. Um, you know, there's just certain things that I wanted to do with the show that I thought would make it look different than everything else. Uh, and then they had their opinions of you know having these things could make the show better. Um, so you, we uh, we had our differences, and you know they've chosen not to pursue um, the show anymore or come on. I hope they still listen to it. If not. We're all boys. We're going to stay boys. Uh, the video episodes, they will come back. Um, I'm actually been thinking for the last two episodes, I believe. I'm trying to get uh, a few guests to come on because I don't think a show just by myself on video um, is a lot to watch. Uh, you know, I, just, I want to provide the best content. So I'm working with a few local friends of mine, um, some people around the city that are well known. Um, so as soon as we get everybody scheduled, cleared up, the video episodes will come back. I can't wait to see y'all and I can't wait to share video episodes with y'all. So everybody stay tuned in, share, support, subscribe. We love all that good stuff. Uh, have a safe weekend. Enjoy your family and, you know, stay tuned in because whatever happens in the garage talks stays in the garage talks.